Welcome to Grow Up. Insights on how businesses can use technology to grow better. Please welcome your hosts, Jason Parkinson and Mark Hammer. It's the uh, it's the Grow Up podcast. Uh, I'm Jason Parkinson. I'm Mark Hammer, and uh, Mark's playing games on his phone, which I guess is yeah. probably applicable to this episode. In right? fairness, I always am. <laughs> Uh, you don't need to tell your boss that, Mark. Um, we're talking about how you can use mobile games today as a marketing tool. And a lot of times people think of games as something that, you know, the, the kids are playing. Well, uh, you better believe they're playing it. And if you can if you can connect with them through a game that's created by your company, um, there's some real power in that. So yeah. excited to jump in and talk about that. But first, Christy's in with a look at another piece of technology that is disrupting an industry. Christy. Thanks, Jason. Today, let's talk about mobile banking. For a long time, visiting the bank was an event. Whether you needed to deposit a check or get your account balance, you'd have to visit a branch, wait in line, meet with a teller to make your transaction. Today, many people rarely step foot inside a physical bank. All major banks now have mobile banking apps, and those that don't are putting themselves in jeopardy. Through a mobile banking app, you can do things like report fraud, deposit a check, and transfer money. The features will only improve from here, making it critical for each bank to keep pace with innovation. Jason? Thanks, Christy. You know, anytime I go into the bank, which is very rare now, I'm always like, what an outdated, archaic process this is to stand in line and, and you know, sign the back of the check and hand it to the teller when I can do all of that for my kitchen table. Now. I think that I've been inside a bank like maybe once in the past three years. Maybe. <laughs> it's crazy. Maybe. It's crazy. All right. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about mobile games as a marketing tool. And, you know, I think that uh, there's a lot of misconceptions about about mobile games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, most people think of games and they just think, oh, like what, what kind of value can this provide? And why am I going to sink all that money into a mobile game? Like that sounds too costly. Yeah. And you know what? The, the truth of the matter is, yes, it can be costly depending on how you go about doing it. Sure. However, there are so many ways now that you can spin out a game, something that's very simple to use that becomes, you know, what we would call sticky, uh, where you've got a, a consumer that's just playing it over and over and over again and interacting with your brand. So you can do it actually much more cost effectively if you white label another game sure. or if you work with a company who's got a platform of different games that they can use, um, you know, to get out there kind of like we do at one fire. So there's a lot of ways you can do it for a much, a much more, you know, cost effective approach. And symbol is, you know, many times with mobile games more effective anyway. It is yeah. more sticky. There yeah. is something it does stick with you. It makes you want to come back and beat it again and again. Like if it's too complicated or too busy, you know, I might try it once, but then I'll likely shy away. Yeah. So let me tell you about a, uh, a project that we actually just wrapped. This is kind of a fun, a fun thing to talk about. Um, and this game is available in the iOS app store and in, in Google Play. Um, it's called Wire Wizard. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually partnered with a insurance company to to develop this game that is designed to communicate information about insurance for orthodontists to um, to their target audience, which is young orthodontists, orthodontists that are just graduating from school, understanding the needs of this uh, of this insurance uh, buying group that exists. Yeah. And so they wanted to connect with them by creating a game. And what was kind of fascinating about it, we uh, we launched this game at this uh, orthodontics convention and the amount of downloads of that game of people coming up to the booth and realizing, wow, this is kind of a fun game. That's great. Downloading it to their phone. And then all of the feedback that we heard on people. People that were just playing this game in the sessions instead of paying attention to what they were supposed to be paying attention to was like crazy. 
Yeah. But well, that's a success yeah. story it is. Um, because throughout the game, you're essentially the, the goal of the game is you're you're building these kind of like bridges, but it's it's braces uh, from one tooth to the mm. next as an orthodontist. And then you're running across it to get to the next tooth. And if you build the bridge too small or too short, then you you fall. You if fall, you build the okay. bridge too long, you fall. So you've got to get it just right. And it's a very simple gameplay. Tap your thumb on the screen and you can build this this wire. Yeah. Um, and what's neat about it is after you you know after you fall or your character dies a couple times in a row it starts bringing up information about you know group insurance for orthodontists hmm. and and you you know it, it's a it's kind of a subtle way to tie in the product and the service into something fun that's sticky that has a leaderboard that you're trying to beat your peers and and you're trying to play it and the game is free for people to download so wow. there's no you know barrier to to getting it on your phone yeah and for topics that are a little drier i mean that really does help yeah, especially when you're looking at engagement, like so many different companies yeah. we're talking with now are concerned with how do I get, you know, that that generation Z or or, you know, very young, you know, edgy millennial to be able to get, you know, engaged with my company or my product or my service, especially like you said, if it's a dry product or service. Yeah, it's a great inroad to making people sit up, pay attention and actually return to that material again and again. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times when people think about games, they may be thinking about Xbox or PlayStation, but mobile games actually account for what? I mean, a big a big percentage of the games over now. half now. It's about, yeah, a little over 50 percent of all revenue in that industry. So mobile games is really where it's at. If you think about it, my mom uh, love her to death. Right. She's uh, she's 60. And she's got an iPhone, an iPhone 8, actually, she just updated to. And um, she's got games on her phone, not just for her, like she's got like some solitaire and some games like that. But then she's got games for my son to play, like to keep him entertained. Mm -hmm. And like all of these things, like it just it's not just for young people, right? Like there are there are games installed on mobile devices across all generations. Yeah. So if we start talking about kind of the prize mechanism inside games, um, a lot of times when you're playing a game, right, like you can earn coins or points or things. But there's kind of a neat way that you as a company can tie that game into actual tangible goods from your from your own business, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So like if you hit a certain level, um, you know, within a mobile game, perhaps you can win a free pizza on behalf of your of your business. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if you if you're on the leaderboard, you know, maybe there's a drawing every Friday. Um, and what's kind of neat about that is it starts to tie the gameplay where somebody may just earn, you know, um, a fake um, award into actual tangible um, things that you could win as part of the game. And those are small, you know, low cost prizes, but it really does give someone a reason to come back and keep playing. I mean, that gives people a reason to stay in there, continue to kind of absorb your marketing messages and branding. And then they're delighted at the end because they get some kind of prize. That's really cool. And if you look at the young audience, that exists. And when I say Gen Z, I'm talking like a, a 16 to 23 year old now. So high mm -hmm. school and college age, you know, kids, um, if you have a product or service that you're trying to reach that 
age demographic with, it's very difficult to, you know, to cut through the clutter in their life that they're bombarded with all the time to get your message out there. Um, Your traditional methods of doing this just don't work anymore. Your, your, you know, television ads that maybe you're showing on YouTube or in Hulu, like all that stuff can be dodged, right? I can't tell you the number of times that a, um, you know, a YouTube ad starts to play and three seconds in, I've already hit skip and it hasn't even told me anything about what the ad was for. No, I'll sometimes exit the video altogether and go back in to see if I can, you know, avoid the ad playing. Yeah. Um, that dedicated to not to seeing, skipping it. Yeah. To not seeing that So ad. if you look at this in a similar approach to how inbound marketing has kind of changed the world with, you know, creating content that, you know, resonates with the target audience and that leads them into more information about that company and some lead capture. That's exactly what a mobile game is. It's content. It's just a different mm-hmm. kind of content. And uh, it's content that, you know, a uh, if it's fun and engaging enough and kind of sticky that that young audience not only will play, but they'll tell their friends about or they'll challenge them or or they'll continue to, you know, to keep it on their phone and 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 play with yeah. the game. And it's unique. I mean, most of your competitors, depending on what kind of competitors you have, are likely not doing this. So if you can be the first one, that's a really big advantage for your business. Yeah. So there's some tips I just want to share, kind of three tips if you're going to roll out a new game. So one of them is don't overthink it. I think a lot of customers that we talk to, when they have an idea for a game, they want everything in the game. Like, well, we should have 20 levels and, you know, there should be, you should play with two hands and the the left <laughs> thumb should do this and the right thumb should do this. And in and, and all honesty, like you have to really strip a lot of that thinking out and get to, you know, what's the goal of the game? Game. Is the goal to to capture leads for your business? Is the goal just to brand your business? Is the goal to educate about something in your business? And whatever that goal is, you have to build the game around that. Yeah, and then yeah, on top of that, think of how many times you get an app update, you know, on your phone, right? All the time the app store is pushing new updates to apps. You can do the same thing with your game. So start small. Start in a way that you've got a couple of levels of a game. It could be something very simple like a memory game where you're just matching your business's logo across different, you know, tiles that turn over. Simple, simple ideas like that. And you can always grow upon them in the future. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I, again, from a from a gaming standpoint, you want it to be simple so that people will easily understand how to play, easily get engaged, get addicted. Like... If I can't understand your game within the first five seconds and there's too many controls, I'm, I'm not going to bother with it. Yeah, there are easier cumbersome. games out there. Right. The, the second thing, the second tip I would suggest um, when you're rolling out a, a game for your business, especially in the marketing space, is think about lead capture. Um, so if you just are downloading, if somebody's downloading a game from the app store, it's no different than somebody just coming to your website and then, you know, interacting with your website. Um, if there's no way to capture a lead or to get somebody's contact information for them to take the next step, then, you know, it's kind of it's kind of a lost cause if lead capture is something that you're trying to mm-hmm. achieve in your business. And so, you know, there's some there's several different ways you can do this. One of the ways that we do it at One Fire is we try to build this feeling of exclusivity. So. So um, by that, I mean, if you think back to Facebook, when Facebook first came out and it was the Facebook, okay, and I can remember being on Illinois State University's campus and remembering that I had access to the Facebook because I had an ISU email address. Pretty cool. My friends at Bradley did not have access to the Facebook. Wow. 
womp womp. Yep, because they didn't have it, it wasn't rolled out to them yet. And so there was like this feeling of like, wow, like I get access to this thing because of who I am and where I'm at. And, you know, other people can't get into it yet. Like if you can build that kind of feeling at the beginning of of an engagement with a with a game, um, it can do a lot for your business. Uh, it'll help it, you know, reach more of your target audience and, um, you know, can essentially help with the lead capture piece if people have to provide some information to kind of validate who they are. Oh, yeah. People like to belong. People want to feel like they're in on something that other people can't be. Yeah. And a word of caution with that. I know that I'm not going to recommend you don't want to allow somebody or not allow somebody to play the game at all um, without, you know, providing contact information, because what what ends up happening is people will see that as a barrier and similar to the complex controls. They're just going to say, okay, like, I don't really want to give these guys my email. So there's got to be a compelling enough reason. And if it has to do with the exclusivity piece or it has to do with maybe the tangible prizes that are available by providing your contact information, um, that's great. But it's also Mm -hmm. a good kind of practice to make sure there's a way for them to skip through that if they don't want to do that uh, right away. And then the third thing, third tip when you're rolling out a new game is this idea that you need to make sure you leverage your available marketing channels. If you just put a game into the app store, good luck. Uh, nobody's <laughs> going to know that it's there. We're talking millions and millions of apps in in both you know Google Play and the iOS That's app true. store. So like how, how in the world is it's no different than if you just put a website on you know on the internet and expect everyone to come to it. It doesn't work that way. So you have to leverage your marketing channels and usually you know companies that are looking at games um, you know they are trying to reach a younger audience and so you have to understand yeah. where is that audience at and how do you reach them. And there's some traditional ways to reach them right like if you know that they're going to be, you know, at a conference, let's say, or at a Comic Con convention or mm-hmm, wherever mm-hmm. you're trying to sporting event, yeah, yeah. A sporting event, wherever you're trying to reach this audience, um, you know, don't be afraid to use things like flyers or sidewalk chalk or things sure. to get the word out and drum up the interest, um, not just the all the digital tools that are available to market the game to. Yeah, that's a really good point. So, all right. So what's the 10 second takeaway on mobile games as a marketing tool? So the 10 second takeaway for mobile games is that mobile games are a fun way to separate your business from the pack and keep your customers engaged. So if you start dreaming up uses today, you should contact a digital partner and get the ball rolling. Thanks, Mark. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Grow Up Podcast today. Uh, Coming up next week, four common digital marketing sticking points and what you can do about them. I'm kind of excited to to share some information on that uh, next week. So make sure you join us then. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Grow Up. For more information about the topics discussed in today's show, visit onefire.com slash grow up. This has been a One Fire production.